Welcome to the Grow and Learn podcast. This is Irina, your host. Today, I am welcoming a lovely lady who's a career woman, um, a household manager, uh, an, an amazing mom, I suppose. <laughs> But that's why she turned uh, her career into the second act. I'm welcoming Shannon Russell. Hi, Shannon. Welcome. Hi, thank you so much for having me, Zarina. This is great. <laughs> Thanks for joining me. Uh, Shannon, I'm sure that a lot of women can find themselves in the same shoes as you. I personally have gone through a similar uh, story, and I'd love to hear your story. I know that you've been a producer in, uh, uh, in MTV and I don't know mm -hmm. which other uh, large network. And then you moved, you became a coach. In the meantime, uh, you're still continuing with your business Um I forgot its name, but it's training for kids. Napology. Franchise. Yeah. Yes, Synology. What's your story? Tell us yeah. how this, this, did this all happen? Oh my gosh. Well, I grew up just wanting to work in Hollywood. I wanted to work in TV in any capacity. Um, that was my goal since I was probably five years old. And so I went to school for communications and film, ended up working at MTV in New York City. Um, and then I moved to Los Angeles and worked at a million other um, large media companies producing television for about 16 years. And yeah, it was my dream job and I was able to accomplish it and it was fantastic. My husband's a television producer as well. And then I had my first son. And that's when everything kind of started to shift because the long hours in television, I mean, there's no such thing as a nine to five. You work incredibly long hours. There's a lot of travel. And with two producers in the family and a baby, it was really tricky to try to figure that out. And we were in Los Angeles with no family at mm -hmm. all. So it was really, and we were the first of our friends to have children. So it was just a lot of figuring it out. We ended up moving back to the East Coast and working in Manhattan and being closer to my family. So we had some kind of support to help us while we both commuted into the city. However, I realized that it just wasn't fulfilling me anymore. I wanted to be home with my son. And then when I was um, pregnant and just about to give birth to my second son, just three years later, that's when I had kind of an aha moment of like, okay, something has to shift. And when I was on maternity leave with my second son, my show got canceled. And that to me was kind of the sign from above just of, okay, let's figure this out because yes, you can go get another job. You know, entertainment is very freelance and project-based, but I said, no, I have to figure out something else that's going to allow me to be less stressed and with the kids more. And that's when my whole pivot and career change began. Mm-hmm. It, it I, I've heard a similar story many times. Women at the peak of their career decide to have a child and then it's kind of the end of their career. But it depends how you perceive it. I mean, you perceived it from the pivot point and other people perceive it as, as it's the end. So what changed for you then? Where did you um, refocus? Yeah. So for me, it was hard because I loved my job. Like it was, there was nothing toxic about it. You hear a lot of people who change because they're just not happy. I loved it. It was everything to me. So for me, it was hard to try to figure out what I could do outside of television because in television, I was writing scripts and producing talent and, you know, what could I really transfer those skills to? So it took a lot of soul searching. I ended up trying a couple of missteps. I 
went for a graduate program to become a teacher because I thought that was more stable. I took a nine to five job at a local marketing company. And oh gosh, that was my first glimpse at a toxic workplace and something that was just not for me. So in doing those two things, and I realized I don't want to be a teacher. I don't want to work this nine to five. I did so much inner work of just really listening to podcasts and reading books and trying to ask myself for the first time, what do you want and what can you do and also be a present parent? And that's when I decided to open a business and it might sound crazy, but my three-year-old at the time loved building with Legos. And every time he could, he was building really with any kind of materials. And that gave me the idea of STEM education for kids and I started looking into opening a STEM business. And then I fell into a franchise that did exactly what I was working towards. And so I decided to buy into the franchise and become a business owner and have that franchise corporate office support as I was doing it, which was really smart since I had never run a business before. But I was able to use a lot of my producer skills to grow this business and now I've had that business for seven years um, before, you know, launching um, my career coaching business as well. So mm -hmm. your career coaching business is called Second Act Success. Second Act Success. Mm -hmm. well, well, how do you help people with this? So, business? Yeah. So after, so while I was running the other business, a lot of my customers would ask me, oh, you're such a great teacher. Cause we would teach Lego and robotics and things to kids. And they'd say, what grade did you teach? And I would say, no, actually I'm a television producer. So it would spark this conversation. And then a lot of them would ask me, okay, well, can you help me? How did you go from this to that? Because that's a big transition. And after a long time of helping friends and helping other people figure out how they could switch careers and not do that two-hour commute into Manhattan, um, it kind of, a light bulb went off about a year and a half ago for me where I said, <laughs> you know what? I think there's something to this. And I'm very much an achiever and, you know, okay, I accomplished one goal on to the next. That's just kind of my personality. So I figured, okay, my business is running. I have a really big team to run it. Let me launch another business. And that's when I launched Second Act Success and started helping other women figure out how they can pivot to a new career when maybe they're finding themselves in a place like I was where, you know, this just doesn't fit me anymore in my current lifestyle. And I need to figure out what will fit in better for the second act of my life. Mm. That would have been great help for me at the time. <laughs> <laughs> so. Shannon, when, when somebody comes to you and asks for advice and for coaching, what is the first thing that you look at or how, how do you tackle the, the problem to begin with? It's not a problem, but the, the goal. The goal, exactly. It's really kind of looking at like, okay, are you happy with the work that you're doing, but you're not happy with the company? Or are you just looking for something that will fit your lifestyle? Maybe you need to pick your kids up at three o'clock or you need to have your evenings free or your weekends free. So really kind of looking at what skills you have now and what are your non-negotiables? If you are going to change, what are you going to change to and what are you willing to do and not do? Because if you're changing after 
20 years in your career, et cetera, you know what you can do and what you like to do. So it's really kind of examining what kind of change are you thinking about? Are you going into an entrepreneurship? Do you want to write a book? Do you want to switch to a different field within the same company? There's so many different ways that we can pivot. And it's kind of looking at what you want to do, what you can do, what you're willing to do, and then going from there and kind of doing that research and doing that planning. Because the last thing you want to do is make that switch and find yourself unhappy in a new situation. Mm -hmm. So what are some of the mindset blocks that you that you see in your clients when it comes to switching careers? I think the number one, especially if it's a, a woman who has children, is in a relationship, it's that who am I to make a change? Who am I to switch things up when everything's working okay for the rest of the family? And so there's a lot of maybe it's the partner that isn't supportive or the family or friends that are giving their two cents. And so that's when I say, okay, let's pull back. Let's not tell everybody everything. Let's think and sit within yourself of what it is you want to do and do a little bit of the research, the first few steps to see if this change you're contemplating makes sense. And because there's ways to make a change where it doesn't disrupt the flow of your family and it doesn't cause everyone to go into debt and all the craziness that some people think a big job change can lead to. Yeah. And so really a lot of times I'll say, let's keep this close to your chest until you're a thousand percent ready that this is what you want to do. And then you can go to your partner or go to your parents, whatever it might be and say, this is what I'm thinking about. And here's how I can get there. Here's how I can save the money. Here's how I can research. Here's how I can network. And eventually in six months, I can be at this better place. So it's kind of doing your research and then telling people what you're thinking about. Mm -hmm. I was just going to ask you how long it takes, but you gave me the answer. What is the normal period in which people need the, the time to shift in mindset, in planning? I work a lot with my clients on a six month, you know, session kind of where we check in, we talk, you know, a few times a week, we check in twice a month. For six months and really by the end of that six months I feel like they are in a good place whether they're just about to grow their business or make that pivot um, and then there's other people who need a lot more time that you know will extend and talk longer um, it really just depends on if you're coming in you know straight with absolutely no idea and we have to really narrow those ideas down I had a client in the past who had no joke 10 different ideas that were vastly different and we just had to go through each of them so she could check them off her list she had to know that that one wasn't going to work and that was fine it just took a little bit more time and she had the time and it wasn't as much of a rush for her um so yeah everyone's different but I think six months is a nice runway especially if you're starting to plan and you don't feel like it's too soon and you don't feel like it's too far off. Yeah. Have you observed that most of the most of your clients go into entrepreneurship or do they um, choose to switch careers to something more manageable with the family? That's a good question. I think for me, um, in looking at my clientele, a majority of them go into entrepreneurship or, or are using me to help them grow their small business, you know, kind of get it off the ground. However, there definitely are some clients that are coming just unhappy where they are and they need to pivot. 
I've been working with a lot of teachers who are just not really happy with the education system and they're trying to figure out where they can go. And now a teacher is really used to everything being very stable. They have their set hours, their set salary. So there's a lot more work in finding something else that doesn't seem, you know, super scary for that particular profession. And even recent graduates, I actually have a current client who is a recent graduate, graduated a year ago and was unhappy with her major from the day she graduated and just can't find anything. She's starting to get jobs and nothing feels right. And she feels, you know, frustrated and is trying to figure out um, where, what direction, what path she should go into. So I think at any age, you can really realize that you're just not fulfilled in what you're doing and you just need that shift and the permission to do so. Are your clients mostly women or are men also interested in their second act success? Yes, I I mean, I'm open to anyone. I definitely have mostly women. I had one man actually go through um, my course last fall who was honestly, he was funny because he was the first one to decide what it was that he wanted to pursue. And he was actually pursuing a business and he got his LLC really quick and he was on it where the other women were um, a little bit more, you know, hesitant in the decision making. Um, so yeah, so I, I don't discriminate at all, men or women. I just find that because I'm a woman with young kids, that a lot of women with young kids and, and women in general kind of get attracted to me and my coaching style. Mm-hmm. And uh, now that you're an entrepreneur of with two businesses, do you miss um, production, movie production or film production? show production, whatever you were doing in MTV and in the other um, channel, or do you still use your skills now? Yes, that's such a great question. I miss it so much. I miss the camaraderie of being on a team and being out on set and doing live shows. I get a little bit of it still from my husband because he's still in the industry. Um, But honestly, when I started my podcast, um, part of Second Act Success, That was, I think, fulfilling that void of creativity because now I get to write my own scripts and produce my own content and interview other people. And even being here chatting with you is so much what I spent, you know, all most of my career doing is interviewing other people. So now it's interesting to be on the other side of the camera sometimes. But, but yeah, so I think this is filling that void and I'm using a lot of my skills um, in, you know, being an entrepreneur, which is great. Yeah. What is the podcast about? I mean, it's clearly about your business, Second Act Success, but and it's called Second Act Success. Is that right? It is. It's the Second Act Success Career Podcast. And it started off with me interviewing other women and people in general that have made that transition. So they were sharing their Second Act Success stories. Um, And it's kind of evolved into that. And I'm also adding in experts that can help you on different things like guesting on podcasts to increase your business or getting into franchises or SEO. So different, you know, um, aspects to looking for jobs and changing careers. And then I have a lot of solo episodes where I just talk and give advice as well. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's so much fun. As you know, (laughs) having a podcast is great. Yeah. Um, What do you think it's, it's given you in terms of your presence at home? How do you see yourself as, I mean, it's not a point of comparison, but what has it given you in terms of family life, this, this career change? 
Absolutely everything. Um, starting with my Snapology business, I was able to bring my kids to work with me. I was working from home for a few years before I opened my brick and mortar center. And once I opened my center, they could come with me. They could come with me when I was teaching classes. So that was priceless in raising um, two young boys. Um, and even now they are eight and 11 and they still come with me when I need to go to events or classes. Um, and with the podcast and my career coaching, they just think it's really cool to hear me on the podcast or they follow my YouTube channel and things like that. And they think it's so funny. Um, they don't know the the hours and the travel and, you know, really what was in television. I miss my son's first birthday and it haunts me to this day. I just remember that feeling of guilt. He has no clue and doesn't remember that, but Whenever they get frustrated, if I have a client call or something like that, I say, gosh, I could be, you know, traveling right now. I could be away. So I try to bring it back to the fact that I'm just in the next room in my yeah. home office compared to being out in California or traveling. So um, just being that present parent um, has been worth all of the change for sure. Amazing. You mentioned you had a course. What is the course about? Yes, my course is the Second Act Accelerator. So it basically is a little launch pad. So it's about eight weeks. Um, it was six weeks last fall. This fall, when it comes back, it's going to be eight weeks. And it's going to be just where we kind of go through in a cohort of narrowing down all of your ideas. So by the end of the course, you have that blueprint to get you into that next leap, whether it is opening a business or changing careers. You've kind of gone through the self-evaluation with group coaching and one-on-one -on -one coaching in the course itself. And then you're kind of ready to go at the end of it. So yeah, it's a nice little boost. So after eight weeks, you know, you kind of have a plan in your head of what you're going to do. Mm -hmm. well, where can people uh, get to the course? What is the name? Everything of the is at secondactsuccess.co. There's a link to the course and the podcast and how to work with me and our newsletter. And there's blogs with career advice as well. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Shannon, what uh, what have I missed asking you? Anything you would like to share that was important to you to share? Yeah, no, this was great. I just um, would leave it on just knowing that, you know, everyone can feel stuck, but there's really so much more we can do in this one life that we're given. And it's just a matter of, of really getting in touch with yourself to look and say, like, am I happy with where I am right now? And if not, there is a power to change it and you can start even the smallest of second acts in, you know, trying a new hobby or writing a book or starting a podcast, whatever it might be. And, you know, it can bring, breathe a little bit of new life into you um, no matter what you try. So I just encourage everyone to reassess themselves and try something new. Interesting that you mentioned hobbies because I was just reading um, brief, a, a brief article, statistics on what courses are selling the most. And uh, on one side, of course, we have all the business courses that are selling the best. This is because of the e-learning systems that the companies have. So clearly, this is a completely different uh, channel uh, of sales. But the rest, the growth in the, the remaining courses that were sold online was in uh, trainings for hobbies, like how to knit or how to paint or how to play music or things like that. People really want to explore their hobbies. I love that. Yeah. Right. It's like for recreation and for fun. And then some people can find a way to monetize that too. Yeah. 
so interesting. Yeah. So where are you heading next now that you that you're developing second the second act success with the podcast with the business? Do you have an idea of what's next, or are you just enjoying the moment? Yeah. No. I'm. I'm like. I'm never sitting still. So I'm always. You know, growing. So I. I am trying to increase my one-on-one clients. Eventually, by the end of this year, I want to launch a membership. And I'm writing a book. So hopefully by next year, this time I'll have um, my book well underway and we'll see. I have several versions or several different um, volumes of the book series that I want to write. So yeah, so much. I'm excited yeah. for the future. <laughs> what is the book about? Well, it's, the first book is going to be about, which I'm currently writing, is all about finding your second act, you know, and, and moving towards success. And then um, the next book will be kind of in like kind of taking all of the different stories of all of these guests that I've had on my show and different people I've spoken to really kind of breaking down all these different examples of people who have started something new and really gone from something quite unusual to something else quite unusual. So it's interesting to see how people go from television to being a career coach, you know, just the different juxtapositions of that. Yeah, I think we're seeing it more and more. I mean, you've selected this uh, segment of young mothers, which is great, but I think across the line, everybody's curious to explore something that gives them meaning. At least that's my observation. Men, women, any age, people just want to live with passion. (laughs) They do, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much, Shannon. It's been a pleasure. Everybody, you can head to secondactsuccess.co to get to all the information about Shannon, her podcast, her course, sign up for her newsletter. (laughs) Thank you so much, Serena. This is great. I appreciate you having me. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Grow and Learn. We hope that you found our podcast informative, engaging, and inspiring. Our mission is to help you keep growing and learning, and we hope that our conversations and insights have provided you with practical advice and useful perspectives. If you're looking for personalized support and guidance to help you achieve your personal or professional growth objectives, I offer a range of services to help. As a trusted management partner and mentor, I work with businesses in the process of transformation, looking for new streams of business, as well as M&A. With an extensive professional network of experts and mentors, I can bring on board the right person or team based on the specific needs of the company I'm working with. To learn more about the services I offer and how I can help you achieve your goals, visit my website at growandlearn.org. You can also reach out to me via email or social media. I'd love to hear from you. And if you enjoyed this episode of Grow and Learn, please subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. Your feedback is important to us and it helps us to continue to create content that is relevant and valuable to our listeners. Thanks again for listening and we look forward to sharing more insights and perspectives with you in the future.